live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create and build actual amazing relationships. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. This is George Camel, and we're taking your calls for the next hour about your life and your money. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225, and we'll do our best to help you. So, George, without further ado, let's go straight to the phone lines and talk to Sarah, who's in Greenville, South Carolina. Hey, Sarah, what's going on? Hi. Um, I'm trying to determine if we are going to have to go on uh, WIC, which is the Children's um, Government Help. Uh-huh. Um, I've cut everything I can possibly cut from our budget, um, but our grocery bill, even though I buy only what we need, mm-hmm. um, is just with inflation, um, we're just having to dip into our savings and it's getting a little low. Okay. Um, Tell me more. What's in your savings? What's your... Oh, go ahead. I was just calling to see if there's any other suggestions. <laughs> Probably. Let's let's dig deeper. So you said you're digging into your savings. So how much do you have in your savings? Um, at this point, we're down to 5000 Okay. So we've got 5000 saved. Do you have a debt? I'm guessing yes. Um, we have our house and one car. Okay. What do you owe on the one car? Um, eleven thousand. Okay, eleven thousand on that car. And is it your only car? Or do you have two vehicles? We have two. The other one's paid off. Okay, great. What's your annual off? income? Uh, thirty-six before taxes. Okay. Oh well, there's our problem. Annual income thirty-six. There's two of you. Who's working and who's not? Uh, my husband works full-time um i stay home with our two sons okay how old are the two sons two and two months okay so there's no daycare it's you're the daycare yes okay um two and two months okay and are you doing anything to bring in additional i mean obviously you're contributing big time to the household are you doing anything financially um we've looked at some options but i am not a born salesperson Sure. So selling from my house is not really um, a good option. What about like and customer service? Other... Something you could do in the evening uh, on the phone? We haven't. I've kind of looked at it briefly, but I haven't really delved into it too much. Okay. I've never done anything like that with my, um, you know, I've, I've never done that. So. And just to get cleared, I'm just, I'm asking lots of questions because I want to see this situation. <laughs> Your husband, does he work like crazy hours or is he kind of like nine to five? Um, at the moment he works from seven to three thirty. Okay. Um, and then we're also a military family. So he's gone with that as well. Okay. And how often is he gone? Um, at least once a month. For how long? Um, a weekend. Okay. Uh, if he has to do more training, then it could be up to a month. Okay. I'm just trying to get a picture of the situation. My first thought is like, okay, you guys' income is super low. And when I see a super in- low income, my first thought is, how can we get it higher? So is he capped off in any way? I mean, he's he's in the military. Is he able to go out and do more work? I see a place for you to do more work um, based off the schedule and kind of what you laid out. Um, but I'm also wondering about your husband. Um, right now, he's trying to get a promotion um, mm-hmm. to a different position within uh, the company he works for. If he does that, then we'll be set. If he doesn't get it, then 
we just can't sustain this. What does so set mean? I'm just trying to figure out. Um, he would go from 36 to about 90. 90? Okay, yeah, that's a good, that's, that's a nice job. That's quite the promotion. Yes. Okay. Um, it's a different job entirely, but it's within the same department. Um, so, but we won't really know anything if he's going to get that job until either March or April. And what I feel is that you guys are kind of waiting. What I feel is that... We're kind of waiting. We're trying to figure out what to do, but I'm also trying to figure out how to not have no money. Right, but... And get to a point... If he doesn't get the job, I don't want to be just completely strapped. I hear... I hear... I see, based on what you laid out, a house that's on fire. Like, it's... The flames are... They're kissing... Kissing the roof. Like, it's, it's on there. But when I asked about the urgency of earning income... I didn't sense the urgency. It's kind of like, oh, I looked in something, but I'm not a salesperson. And he has this, but that. And in a situation like this, if I'm being truly honest, Sarah, like you guys don't have the ability to sit on your hands whatsoever. Like at, when you're in this situation, it's like any job's a good job. Any job's a good job until I get the job, right? And I think that's what you're going to have to embrace is you're in a situation where you're not earning enough to... When I say you're, I mean you and your husband collectively are not earning enough to support your family. Thank goodness you've got this $5,000 there. But like you said, to your point, you're going to keep burning through that if we don't today decide I'm going to get a job. Like I'm going to get a job until I get the job. And for you, that's why I'm asking. I'm like, okay, he's not working crazy. If he's home at 3.30, boy. He's going right back he's out. He's going back work. right Kiss back out. Kiss the kids and go back out. Or you're going out. Somebody's going to work. He's go, coming back home, and then he's doing military stuff. That's so, unpaid? Okay, then you're going to work No, when the I kids mean, go to sleep. Gets, Is he getting paid overtime? No. So he's making thirty six grand working over 40 hours a week? He, well, that no, when he gets home, he's, he's doing military stuff, and that's... Listen, I, something, I something about this has to it, shake loose. It, it, Something about yeah. this has to shake loose. What's because left on this car loan? Eleven. I think this car can go. Do you guys need two cars right now? Yes, because when he's gone, I would be without transportation. To like a doctor's appointment, grocery store, can you come go out once he's home? Well, like when he's gone... You know, can I we said, sell like, it and downgrade to a five thousand car? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Sorry, I'm get I'm getting frustrated. Here's 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 where we're at. If you whatever you look for, you'll find. All right, Sarah. And right now, I don't think you want to find the solution. I think you want to go on Wick, and I think you want that to be the solution. And it doesn't matter what George or I says. For you, what we're hearing back right now is, no, that won't work. And I can't do that because of this. And nope, can't do that. Listen, then stay in debt. Right? What's your, if you don't want to take any of the advice, then the option is I stay in debt and I go on WIC. You have to look at both sides of this equation. Or you can embrace doing something very unconventional for you, very different, very outside your norm, very outside your comfort zone. And then you get to where you truly want to go, which is, 
out of a stressful place with money, out of borrowing from your savings every single month in order to make ends meet, but you have to be willing to accept the solution. George and I can give solutions till we're blue in the face, but if you don't want to actually accept them and embrace the suck and actually go out and do it, then go on Wick. Choice is yours. Maybe time to embrace the suck. Or sell the house and rent. Or sell the car. Listen, because or go if, make more money. If she had called in and we said, well, Sarah, there's nothing we can do for you, she would have been pissed at us. But instead, we gave you a long laundry list of choices. You don't want to take them. Listen, we can only do so much. This is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And they're designed experts are always ready to help even with measuring and installation plus there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee and shipping is always free see for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings visit blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45% off that's blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply all right, this is The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. George Camel, to my right, we're your hosts today. If you want to get on the phone lines, you have a question that's burning in your soul, you can ask that question. The number is 888-825-5225. And uh, you'll go to the phone screener, the wonderful Austin, who will make sure that you can come on here and not talk crazy. And so that's how that we works. We trust him with our whole life, Jade. We truly do. We trust Austin big time. He does a great, great job. All the guys in the booth today, they're all guys, do an excellent job keeping things up and running. And it's funny because, you know, when calls come through, George, we can see a little, just like a little... Like a, a one-line summary snippet. Yeah, kind of what they're going to be talking about. And our last call, you know, it was a, a young lady who... They were just dealing with the frustrations of a income that's too low, a core income that's too low. It's not sustainable. And they had the hope of a of raise on the horizon, but what is kind of far on the horizon. And so, of course, they're worried, like, what do we do? Maybe we have to go on WIC. And so, George, you and I kind of laid out what I think were wonderful suggestions to not have that be the case. And... What I want to say about that is, you know, obviously, if you call this show, we're going to give you advice. You're never going to call this show and us go, oh, well, there's nothing you can do. We're never going to say that to you. We're never going to say your situation is hopeless. We're never going to tell you there's nothing that you can do. And well, just depend on the government. You're never, ever going to get that answer from us. So don't be surprised when what we tell you to do sounds a lot like work. It's going to sound a lot like you getting out of your comfort zone. It's going to sound a lot like you embracing a different philosophy, possibly surrounding your life and your money. And listen, get excited about that because the option is staying the way you were. And so it leads me, George, to an observation that I've made. And you can see if sometimes you fall into this camp if you're listening. But, you know, sometimes people would rather be right than happy. Oh, well, I always want to, this is what I secretly want to ask the caller. Are you looking for confirmation or do you actually want yeah. help? She wants to be right that there's, I shouldn't say this. Some callers want to be right that there's no way out. 
there's nothing to do. I get then be happy and embrace the fact that we're giving you an answer that's going to lead you to peacefulness, more happiness, less stress. Like, but you if you'd rather be right that there's no way out than be right. Well, it's like that that friend who likes to vent and complain to you and I think the healthy thing to ask that friend before they start on one of their rants is go do you want me to just listen or do you want solutions? Hey, and if okay. you just want to listen, you vent. That's fine. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. We can waste some time. But if you're looking for solutions, I'll give them to you if you're actually wanting that. Yeah. So I think that happens with callers a lot. And when I know they're not going to take the advice, Jade, here's when they, I, I call it getting wailed because mm-hmm. they go, well, and I go, oh, whatever's, <laughs> whatever's on the other side of that, well, is going to be a justification, an excuse of why they can't and what happened, what yeah. riled you up is that we just kept hitting wall after wall after mm-hmm. wall. And I'm like, these are things that you and I have both done. It's not yes. even hypothetical. When we didn't have enough money, we just went and got more jobs. That's right. And I think something, you know, we can kind of hear it in your calls. I I love the book. It's called Never Split the Difference by Chris Foss. And it's about negotiating. But he talks about this concept that takes place when you're negotiating with somebody where they move from just saying, yes, yes, I know. Yes, I know. To that's right. And what happens is a lot of times you guys, we have p- folks call on the show and they're kind of used to our our principles and and maybe somewhere in their head, they're like, yeah, that's right. I probably should live on, you know, yes, I should live on less than I make or yeah, I should budget or, you know, yeah, there might be a way for me to do better in this situation. But when you're, you mentally move to the point of that is right, not just me agreeing and going, yes, 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 yes. But when you go, that's right. I do need to get a job. Yeah, that's right. I can make a better use of my time. That's right. I am being a little bit lazy. That is right. That's when you start to see that mental shift in. That's huge. Because you're accepting that this is the right way to go forward and it's an accurate depiction of what's going on as opposed to you just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's basically, well, it's basically the same thing, George. Well, a lot of people, Jade, on the on these calls, they'll paint themselves into a corner and they'll go, well... I have two crappy options. It's either I withdraw from my 401k or I stay in debt forever or I move the debt around. I'm going, there's option C and D and E and F, mm-hmm. but they have a limited vocabulary. Mm-hmm. They only know the two letters of the alphabet. There's A and B. Mm-hmm. And so we we can't see it like that. There's so many more options out there, but you got to be willing. Yeah. got to be willing to amputate the Tahoe, as Dave has said, for yeah. 30 years and sell the car and get the second job and maybe move to a yeah. cheaper area or downgrade in house or sell the house. Or maybe you go to work and put the kids in daycare because you can make more money doing yeah. that. Listen, even if it's not ideal, it's almost like you know you go you go to the doctor for your checkup, right? And they're like, "Listen, your triglycerides are high, your cholesterol is high. If you don't change your diet, you're putting yourself at risk for a heart attack or stroke." And in the moment, you're like, and they're telling you all these things that you can do to lower your cholesterol, to lower your you know to make yourself a healthier person. But in your mind, you're going, "Oh man." If I have to give up red meat or man, if I have to like pull back on the salt intake and you're looking at all the negatives and how it's going to feel in a moment if you have to make those adjustments. And most of us, we just go away and go in the, in the moment in the doctor's office. We're going, yeah, yeah, I know. You know, I need to I need to do this. But it's not until we hit that like that moment. You have that health scare. You have that moment that you're like, oh, my gosh, he was right. Like, that's right. I do need to make these changes. And so it's almost like, George, sometimes people really do um, have to hit that rock bottom moment or like we've call it, we call it here that I've had it moment that it's like, listen, you, I didn't just take the back, advice. Call me back when you're ready. Yeah, call, call me, me back, back when, when you're, you're ready. really ready to change. Mm-hmm. And when you hit rock bottom. Ooh, so good, George. Good, good stuff. And and let me just say, because I, I, I just want to say this, if we ever um, 
take some time and really come back and talk about a situation or we we you know we we had to give her a little bit of tough love there we love you guys like we we truly care about you i'm never gonna you know deliver the paddle just out of fun it's truly I want you to get this. Like, I don't want her to go on wick. I want her to get control of her money and be able to look back on this moment and go like, that was the catalyst. That was the moment that changed everything. And I want her to come back here and be on the debt-free stage. Like, all of us just simply want the best for you. We want you to have a stress-free life with your money. We want you to be able to live and give like no one else. We want you to be able to experience the same peace that we experienced from walking through the baby steps and changing our whole perspective and how we view money. We want you to experience that. So that's what the show is all about. Don't ever get it twisted and think, well, they're just being mean or they're just yelling at her. It's never that. And I hope that you can see that um, in our heart and the way that comes across. All right, well that's said. it. Katie in Kansas City, Missouri, we're coming for you. What's going on, Katie? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, so my husband and I um, have followed your steps and we are debt free. We have <laughs> Um, about a million dollars saved. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are renting right now because we moved to a different state, and when we moved, there was nothing that we could find that we wanted to um, buy at the time, and mm -hmm. so we're renting right now. Um, we have the opportunity to build a house on my mom's property. She actually gave us a portion of her property, and... It's $500,000 is what we would spend on building the house. We have five children. Um, it's a it's a 2,800-square-foot house. Um, What's anyway, your question, just because we we're just, up against the clock? I want to make sure we get, sorry, get you help. We are just wondering if this is a good um, financial choice for us. We're worried about how it's going to affect our retirement. Why would it affect your retirement? retirement? To take five hundred k from the million to do the house? Yeah. How old are yeah. you guys? Um, 42. Oh, no, you can't touch retirement. Is it in a brokerage so or we, is it in 401ks? No, so half of it, so 500,000 of it is in retirement. The other 500,000 is just in um, high interest savings and some mutual funds and um, stuff that we can, that's liquid. Was that earmarked so for money, this house? Well, kind of, because we sold our last house before we moved. And so we have that into it into an account that is just earning interest right now. Listen, if the money is liquid, it's not terrible. It's not a terrible idea at all. Most people's wealth is sparse between, you know, their investment accounts and their personal residence. And you've got plenty of time to build up more retirement investing. I would pay cash for this place. I would too. And then that, we're just... Yeah that's, what, yeah, that's what we're planning to pay cash. We're just wondering if it's going to... It, you don't think that will affect Go to an investment like, calculator. Pop in 500000 that you have now, plus all of the future amount you're going to invest for the next 20 years from 42 to 62. I think you guys are going to be just fine, especially with no house payment. Ding, ding. It's amazing. $500,000 house in cash? Woo. That's something to be, be excited about. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. 
This is The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by George Campbell, host of the YouTube show, The George Campbell Show, and also author of the new book, Breaking Free from Broke. An honor to host next to you, George. It's an honor to be with you as well, Jade. Awesome. So let's go to the phone lines where we've got Leslie from Atlanta, GA. What's going on, Leslie? Hi. Um. Well, I wanted to say hi, <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. I'm a housewife with two kids, and my husband works and makes about 1500 if he works Saturdays. I also have a mortgage, another mortgage that I rent out to my dad and to other renters. Okay. And um, I make about 2900 in that in that house, but the mortgage in that house is um, 1300 And I just want to... We also have a car loan that is three hundred seventy-five monthly. Well, how much is the whole car? To, huh? How much do you owe on the entire vehicle? Like, what's the full balance? Um, twenty or nineteen thousand. Okay, keep going. And that was that was about it. What's your question? How can I help my husband, like, save, or how can we invest in, like, a Roth IRA? Like, I just want to help him out. Okay. Um, I think, let me go back right quick, because I think I missed the very first thing you said. When you said $1,500, what was that? My husband, that's what he makes weekly. Oh, weekly. Okay. 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 And I'm talking then six grand a month. You've got a primary residence, which is where you live, and then you've got a rental that you're renting out, mm-hmm. and then you've got the car note, yes. right? Do so you have two mortgages? Yes, yes sir. Okay. okay. So let's just get some particulars here. The rental, what do you owe on that? Like, what's the whole enchilada? Like 95000 for that other house, and the house that I'm staying at right now is 60000 to okay. pay for the mortgage. Okay, that's all you owe on it. Um, and then yes. you've just got the car. So what I hear, and I don't know if you meant this, but it sounds like you and your husband kind of do your money separately. Yes, a little bit. Okay, and it sounds like you're saying, how can I help him save? So can you tell me what his debt is, just for the sake of the conversation? Like, tell me about his financial he snapshot. No, he has no debt at all. Okay, so then help me understand why you feel like you're helping him save as opposed to I want to I want us to save and have more savings as a family. Um because I because my debt is well his debt is the house. My debt is the other house and the car. And I just want to get rid of all the payments, but I I need to like I need help or guidance to how to how to pay it off like fast. Yeah. Okay. Or if I should even do that. The first, I think the first thing here is I really, I mean, how how long have you guys been married? We've been married for three years. Okay. Three years. Now's the time for you guys to be like, all right, we've been married for three years. Who knows how long you were together before that. It's time to combine this thing. You have kids? Yes, sir. We have two kids. So you combine DNA, but not bank accounts. Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) Yeah. It sounds crazy because it's kind of crazy. Is it a yeah, trust thing? Like, why did you guys keep them separate? No, it's just we haven't really talked about joining them together. 
And also... Um, but why is that? Because you talked about having kids. I think I know why. I think it's like, I feel like you feel guilt about the fact that you have, and I'm just using your words. These are not my my words. I think you feel guilt over the fact that you have car debt and you have this rental debt, but maybe because you're not bringing in cash money that you feel like, okay, maybe if I frame it up in a way of I'm helping him, does that make sense? Yeah. That's kind of what I'm hearing yeah. here. That's how I feel in a way because it is a lot of money that I need to put into other things. It is, but it's not that. Listen, it's debt, but it's not like you didn't call in here being like, I've got $100,000 and I've got all, you know, this long laundry list of debts. Okay, yes, you've got a $19,000 car. Yeah, we probably need to pay that mm-hmm. off. But what I really yes, want. I'm, I'm thinking of, sorry. No, that's okay. What I'm, what I really want is what we're getting to on this call is really not the $19,000 of debt. Like that's a problem and you can get that paid off. But what will really make this easier is you both have to feel comfortable to be who you are in the marriage and who you are is somebody who came in with debt. Who he is is somebody who came in with mortgage debt, who he is is somebody who makes $6,000, which is a great contribution to the home and who you are is somebody who's a stay at home mom with two kids who makes a great contribution to the home. Do I think that you could benefit maybe from going out and getting some extra work and bringing in some money? Absolutely, but not to claim a place of equality in the marriage or a place to where now now you're doing your part, not in that sort of way. So I do think that you and your husband probably need to have some conversations of, you know, what what would he say if you said, listen, I feel a lot of guilt over the fact that I have this debt and I kind of feel like we're, you know, we have two separate goals. Like you have your money, I have my money. What could it look like mm-hmm. for us to combine? What do you think he would say if you said that? Um, he's really supportive. It's just me. Like I kind of don't want to put that pressure on him. I feel like it would be a big pressure. Well, how are you paying for the car right now? With the rent money from the other house. So where does his money go? Um, to the To the house. So if you got rid of this rental, you would have zero dollars of income and you wouldn't be able to pay your car note? Yes, sir. And what would happen if the money that he's bringing into the household paid the car note or paid the car off? What would happen? Um, we actually talked about just like um, going month to month and paying, paying it off for just two years. Okay. Like we'll, we'll finish paying it off in two years. I think all of your plans suck right now because you guys are not aligned with your financial goals. I feel the same he way. He makes great money. You guys have money in savings? Yes, sir. How much? I don't know how much he has, but I have... Just That's a problem, like Leslie. That's a huge That's problem. That's a big problem. That you have no transparency and accountability in this marriage. I would have a come-to-Jesus meeting tonight and go... I need to know exactly what's happening with our finances because it's our finances because we decided to get married. We decided to have kids and I haven't done a good job paying attention. You own it. Don't come accusatory. Just say, I have not done a good job and I own that and I want to do better. Mm -hmm. I want us to get on a plan together. I want us to pay off my car loan. I want us to pay off our mortgage. You got to change the pronouns here if you're ever going to make progress Mm -hmm. because you called in saying, I want him to retire sooner, right? Mm -hmm. That's a goal. That's a shared goal that hopefully you both have. The only way to do that is if you work together and you combine finances mm-hmm. and you attack these goals together with intensity. Yeah, because I look okay. at this and I go, oh, man, like you guys, 
your situation financially, it's not, it's far from the worst I've ever seen. Let me just put it like that. I look at these, just the numbers and I go, oh, wow, if they wanted to, she could probably sell this rental and whatever that brings, they could probably pay off their primary home mortgage and pay off their car. And you might have enough in savings to pay off your car today. You have no idea. Yeah, the thing is that um, it's just kind of my mom kind of gets in the way. And she's like, that that house has nothing to do with your husband. Like, don't. Oh, don't so she's saying keep your side thing. Keep your side thing yeah. as a as a fallback. It's something that's there. That's the complete wrong way to enter into a marriage which is mm-hmm. I'm going to keep this piece on the side just in case. That lets me know that f- where I sit, if you enter into something like that, it's do- it's telling me one or two things. It's either telling me they've given you a reason to create that fallback, like they've shown you something that's made you feel like I need to make sure I got mine on the side just in case, or you're carrying previous baggage into it that's causing you to react mm-hmm. in that way. Neither which of which is good. I would suggest that you guys sit down with a good marriage counselor because I think that this is this is not a money problem. Like this is not a numbers problem. This is you feeling secure in your marriage, you feeling like you can trust your husband, him feeling like he can trust you. And you feeling like you have a vote, which you do. Yeah, you do. Ooh, I want this sorted out, please. Listen, BetterHelp is great. I use them, my husband uses them. You guys find a marriage counselor and get this sorted out. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. Our scripture and quote of the day, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 says this, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Jordan Peterson said, work as hard as you possibly can one at least on at least one thing and see if it happens. Ooh, that's perfect. That's the baby steps. I like that. Work as hard as you can at at least one thing and see what happens. Love that, Jordan. All right. Very, very good. All right, George, I say we hit these phone lines with a vengeance. Let's go to Salise in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. What's going on? Yes. Hello, everybody. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I am uh, a new uh, to Ramsey uh, listening to your podcast. I enjoy them very much. I have now become obsessed with trying to pay off my primary mortgage. Woo, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed now. And so um, uh, m- my question is with regards to my investing. I'm, my little backstory, I'm 56 years old. Okay. Uh, I'm single. Um, uh, I, I do very, you know, my income gross-wise, I'm, between my uh, business and uh, an investment property that I do, like short-term rentals, mm-hmm. is up with about 300000 That's gross. Okay, I'm 1099 so I have to pay my own taxes, and mm-hmm. I pay into my uh, insurances, and I pay into my uh, retirement sure. and things like that. Okay. Um, I'm now finally out of credit card debt. I have no debt. I, uh, my car is paid off. Um I I have two mortgages, of course, my investment property, which 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 the income that I get more than pays uh, for everything required in that property. What's the mortgage on Uh, it? It's one hundred and eighty-six thousand. Cool. And then I just built my forever dream home, um, and 
my 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 uh, property. Uh, excuse me, my mortgage balance is about four hundred and thirty-seven thousand. Okay, and on your I, primary. I don't want to be in my seventies still paying a mortgage. Right. How much are you investing um, right now? I'm investing maybe about ten percent okay. of my gross salary. All right. How much do you have in your nest egg and investment retirement accounts total? It's over five hundred thousand. Okay. Uh, right now. Um, and you're putting I about have, thirty thousand yeah, in roughly a year. Uh, annually, yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, are you um are you living on a budget? <laughs> What's that? Aha! And there lies oh, the problem. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm looking at I'm looking at you. I'm like, okay, this is. This is a, a boss, babe. Like she's doing her thing, making three hundred thousand dollars a year. She bought her dream house for you know four thirty seven. You got five hundred thousand in retirement. Like there's certain things that you're really, really doing right. But if you say to me, "Listen, I'm fifty six, and I want this 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 house paid off," I'm looking. Okay, I'm like you're on a three hundred thousand dollar income. What would it look like if you lived on one fifty? Well, you know, three hundred. I think is what I did in twenty twenty three. Um, so I didn't always do that, but I'm, this is what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm probably, it's probably going to go up every year because, you know, my, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, my income will go up. Of course. Um, but you're paying almost a hundred grand in taxes a year as well. Um, not, not exactly that. Cause you know, thankfully I have some good business expenses and I write things off for the, uh, from the property and, and all that stuff. But I'm just um, wondering where all else. of your net income is going. Yeah, I like to know that too. I, mean, <laughs> I think there's some. You're you're doing really well on the investing side, and saving side, but I think you're you're spending a whole lot of money too. I do too. Well, I will agree with you. I am having a good time. I'm not going to lie about that. I mean, I do I do a lot of traveling. Um, I play golf twice a week. I mean, I'm having a good time. Here. Good. Yeah, and you should and you have should. a good time. But I also want to know that your other goals are taken care of first. And so you're talking about investing. Are you wanting to to pay off the house faster by doing something differently? Well, uh, so this was my thought process, and this is why I'm calling. So um, this was probably the most uh, in 2023. I I was floored when I opened up my statement for my property management company as to what the gross income was on the property for 2023. So I'm very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm just wondering, um, I was thinking of just every time the property management company makes a deposit into my account from a, a rental, I just want to plug it and pay the principal on my, on my, uh, more, on my primary mortgage. Okay. And what's wrong with that? Well, then I was also thinking, should I just, in, in addition to that, hold off on my retirement uh, no. uh, contribution. I think you need to up your retirement. You make enough money that you, you're you technically in what we call baby steps four, five, and six. Baby step mm-hmm. four is you're investing 15% of your income, your gross income every month. Okay. And then okay. five doesn't apply to you, but six is you're paying off your home. And so you should be able to do both of those simultaneously. And because you have such a nice income, you should be able to do them both very well simultaneously like you can do your 15 percent and put a very nice decent chunk towards paying off this home mortgage there's no reason that you should retire with either of these mortgages if you really put the pedal to the metal and i mean if you're depending on how intense you are about this because when you called in you said listen i'm obsessed with paying off my primary mortgage are you Mm -hmm. obsessed to the point of selling your rental um, that was a thought um that was a thought because i figured let me let me take 
the income from the rental and at least pay half of it down. Uh, because my, I probably have over $200,000 worth of equity in the investment property. Uh-huh. And, and so the, my, my thinking was, let me just try to pay as much of this down for the next few couple of years and then it, maybe sell my investment property Listen, yeah. and take the equity and just pay off the rest. Why not? What's wrong with that? What's yeah. wrong with you taking? And I think you should do again. This is not an excuse for not doing a budget. I still want you to do a budget and see real numbers because just saying, listen, I'm going to take this check and pay that off. That's great. But you might find in the budget that you have more money to put with it and, and it not really affect your lifestyle all that much and make some headway yeah. faster. You know, baby step six is all about being very intentional. You don't have to be like scaled back on, you know, barely living, but you might do a budget and go, okay, listen, there's some money that's getting piddled away and I I would rather use it in this way to pay off the mortgage. You might find that. And so taking those rent checks and maybe a little bit more money and adding it with it and maybe you give yourself a two to three year timeline and say, I'm going to pay this down for the next two to three years. And then at that point, I'm going to sell this and use the equity and have a completely paid for primary mortgage. And then Mm -hmm. as you continue to age, you might decide that you want to stack up some more cash and buy another rental completely in cash. Mm -hmm. You got options, girlfriend. I would not pause investing. I just did the math for you. From 56 to 62, if you did nothing, you just left the 500 grand sitting there in good mutual funds, you'd have about 900,000 at 62 with a 10% Mm -hmm. return. But if you invest 15%, it'll be closer to 1.3 million. If you just diligently put away 15% every year into retirement accounts and investment accounts. Okay, because right now I have, a, I have a traditional and I have a Roth. And I guess with the Roth, because of my income, I can't really contribute too much. To the IRA? Um, after tax to that. Yes, sir. Yeah, the Roth IRA does have uh, income limits, but you can do a backdoor Roth. Yeah. So I would connect with a SmartVestor Pro at RamseySolutions.com. They can help you set that up. You're basically funding the traditional IRA with after-tax money and then converting it over. Yeah, because that was my concern because, you know, that about 500000 is is pre-tax. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, well, I wouldn't go convert on. it all to Roth. That's not no, wise no, no. either. That's too much. That's too much. That's too much. Because um, I would say like taxes and stuff like That's that, right. right? Yeah. Don't. Um, no, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. I to just want to make sure that ten years from now you can actually retire. So you don't. Yeah, I mean, once you're not making three hundred grand, the, I want your investments to make you three hundred grand. That's a good retirement. Yeah, I mean, I will say this is probably a banner year. Twenty twenty three is a banner year for me. I've been, uh, you know, and so I see it's just gonna it's just gonna continue. Um, you know, God willing, for the next. A couple of years. So while I am here, while I am in this, while you're making this money, you need to keep living like you're making a hundred grand, mm-hmm. and that's how you're going to make this money work for you. Invest fifteen percent, knock out the mortgages. That's the game plan. I would put that on a four-year plan. By the time you're sixty, this thing has got a bow on it. At the birthday party, y'all are celebrating. Mm-hmm. Get the friends together. I know that's right. Paid off home mortgage. Woo. We gave you the way to get there. It's up to you to walk it out. Ooh, George, I enjoyed hosting Good the show times. with you. Hey, don't forget. We're going to be taking your, your questions in this Every Dollar Q&A coming up, 5 p.m. Central Time. On the Ramsey Show YouTube channel. That's Don't miss right. it. We'll see you there. This is The Ramsey Show.